0: Yo, I'm starting to believe that Niners are just the get right team for Russ Wilson
1: and everybody else right now,
0: man, this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe podcast network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Niners fall to two and two. Man, that happened fast, right? All, all One day you're in first place. Next day you're in last uh 28 21 defeat at the hands of the seattle seahawks Uh, we will discuss this uh we got what did we learn in case you're new to the pod what did we learn after every niners loss Uh, we'll talk about this game break this thing down and put a put a bow on it before the niners head into week five Uh, of course as always we want to Encourage you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like button or a follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like or follow button. And feel free to hit us up on social media. I'm at R. Haylock. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore on Twitter. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Eric Davis underscore 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 underscore. That's four in case you're counting at home as always we are brought to you by the fine folks at bet online of course pro and college football are here but the mlb playoffs are starting they're here they they're they're here right now and so bet online has you covered for all your football needs All your baseball needs. Hockey's about to get started as well. NBA is just right around the corner. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code Believe. that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus from Football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. He is Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. So, what did we learn after this one, ED? Um. Mm. Lots of unpacked. Okay. There. Oh, okay. Well now, now well, I learned
1: um I, I said it before going into this game, um, that Kyle had to be better. I learned that he hasn't gotten things going the way he wants them to go. Offensively, I don't see anything changing. I and I still want to see that. Remember our discussion about what, what did I say? They're going to have to score thirty points to win the game, right? You said that. I, I, I told them I'm like if you don't score thirty points, you you can't win, um, because that's what where they are right now. The defense is good, capable, has a lot of really good players, but it's not dominant. Um, I learned that watching this game that Kyle hasn't figured out just what to do with the talent that's on this roster yet. So that's what I'm saying. That's what
0: I learned. Mm. We're going to have to talk about that one. We are going to have to talk about that one. What did I learn? I learned that special teams has to be better. I, I know Jimmy is always the easy target. The defense was dominant in that first half Uh, i would say the defense had some very dominant moments even in the second half but i will point out the special teams in the sense that it has to be better now obviously you go into you don't expect to go into a game without having a field goal kicker right that just that's just never necessarily in the cards and so that ended up happening uh as Wisnowski w- was just kind of thrown into the fire there to handle the the field goal duties the kicking duties after Robbie Gold suffered a an injury during the pregame warm up so y- you never really expect that to happen so so that's one thing you got going for you or going against you I should say um when you are so you got that right so pair this okay. all down right Wisniewski misses a field goal, misses an extra point. On the flip side of that, he has a phenomenal punt. Punt team doesn't do him any favors by getting down there and downing the ball inside the one. It was Cannon, I believe, who recovered it, rolled into the end zone with the ball. It ends up being a touchback. That sparked the only life we saw from the Seattle Seahawks in the first half. Right. They end up going all the way down and scoring that touchdown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then to compound things later on in the game, cannon with the fumble, picks it up, tries to run, fumbles again, short field Seahawks right back into the end zone. Right. And so you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. So You
1: you just can't. Yeah. I mean, I know mistakes happen. That's one that just can't happen.
0: So by, by my count, that's, 14 points special teams gave away. Well, well,
1: I can't say that they gave away that first touchdown. I mean, it was a touchback. You still got to go the length of the field. That's on the defense. Yeah. That's on the defense. And
0: so, and and I'm glad you said that because I knew that – I I had a feeling that you were going to say that. And if anybody was listening to the pod last week, they're probably like, okay, well, how is the touchdown – that? They gave up against Aaron Rodgers on the defense, but this one not isn't necessarily on the defense. And I look at it this way, ED. That Seattle offense had nothing going for them the entire first half, right? You're mm-hmm, in a situation mm-hmm. now where it's under two minutes mm-hmm. uh, left in the entire – it's under two minutes left in the first half. That ball is downed inside the five where it was supposed to be. Seattle's just – Looking for something not bad to happen in that situation, right? Like I don't even know. I don't even know if they're even looking to even get points on the board at that point. Like right? they're just looking for something not to go wrong in that situation. Like just let's just not give up a safety or a turnover that leads to a touchdown in our own zone, right? The instead, because of that, they start the drive at the twenty. That injects all kind of life into them, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, we got a chance now. And so bro, bro, I, I think I think there's a different. I think there's I, I a think there's <laughs> a different approach offensively with them being pinned inside their own five as opposed to them starting at the, at the twenty because all of a sudden well, now you can just true. go two minute offense. Right. That's true.
1: That's true. But but the entire. So let's just talk about the the dominance. You, you spoke of the dominance of the first half, and then I'm gonna let you finish what you learned. But the dominance of the first half uh, by the defense that you were talking about. How many times did Seattle? Um, start a possession inside of their own five-yard line when they were dominant that entire time. Not a single one, right? True. So, so, they, so starting on the 20-yard line is not excellent field position for Seattle. The defense had a bad series at an inopportune time because they could have gone in with that lead, and they decided that they were going to piss the bed in that situation. That's, so th- that's all. Dude, at no point does the defense run out on the field with the ball on the twenty, saying, "Oh my goodness, we are we are in trouble." Yeah, no, no, and, and I, I don't,
0: I don't think, I don't think that, I don't think that's my point. I, I don't think that they went out on the field thinking that they're in trouble. But I, I think the flip side of that is Seattle went out on the field thinking that, okay, we we can salvage this first half here. And, well, I, and and, you know and I don't I don't know uh, if they would have went out on the field with that same thought had that ball been pinned inside the five. Like I I I, I hear what you're saying in terms of the defense has to do they to do their part. But mm-hmm. that ref, that touchdown that they scored at the end of the first half was a direct reflection of a miscue on special teams.
1: I um so and I get what you're saying. Just like I know, now, I wanted to say that. So I I get what you've learned and
0: and that's what um, I learned. My, that's that that's, and, that's and what you I know learned. what
1: yeah and my, my comment my comment to that is I, I do i get what you're saying right there it's not so much you're not letting the defense off, of the, off the hook for not doing their job what you're saying is that what we are talking about from this entire team is the complementary football the defense the defense could have been tremendously aided by the special teams doing their job when you are making the great play, when you are in position to make the great play, you got to get the ball inside the five. You got to get it down when you can make the great play, and that's what they're lacking right now. You're not seeing a lot of you're not seeing a lot of great plays out of anybody right now outside of Debo. So so that's what that's what you you got to find. So I get what you're saying, man.
0: All right, okay, all that, right. That that that's what I learned. And so it it was it was obviously a disheartening loss. The the Silver lining, I guess, if you will <laughs> – I hate saying that, silver lining. If there are any positives to take away from this one, it, it was the injury report on Monday. Jimmy's injury appears not to be as bad. Trent's injury appears uh-huh. not to be as bad. So those two mm-hmm. very key cogs for you. It, it appears like if they don't play <laughs> this Sunday, they should be available at least within the next couple of weeks, right? So that, that, uh, that's that's the positive that that you take from this one. Uh, at least for, for me. For, well, that, I was
1: about to say, that's positive to let you tell it because, trust me, the old Twitter machine has so many people telling me how they they would prefer Jimmy be hurt.
0: Well, yeah, that's the other part of it, right? Like, I got, I got a text on Sunday saying. <laughs> okay, you know what? Let's just. I'm going to bring this up right now because I, I got a text from a buddy of mine on, on Sunday saying that. Uh, oh, Jimmy's got to go this, that, or the other, blah, 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 blah. And, and of course, Jimmy is, is an easy target, right? And We, we say this constantly, and, and I've continued uh-huh. to say it. And so there was also, and there's this, this thought that this loss is on Jimmy. This, this is Jimmy's fault. And, and he, he, he wasted a tremendous dominant performance in the first half by the defense. Jimmy did that alone. Right. And, and so I, I got this tweet. <laughs> I got this tweet from a friend of mine and he sent this from Chris Biderman, Biderman. I, I, I apologize. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he's a, a writer, a 49ers writer from the Sacramento Bee. And and the tweet read Shanahan's insistence on it not being a quarterback battle was where I think he took a misstep. It should have been because it should have been. Because that would have meant more reps for Lance. And if he doesn't think Lance was good enough to make it a quarterback battle, that's ultimately on the coach who's developing him. And I have issues with this. Because I look at it from, from this perspective. Not like They're saying now that, you know, this, this appears to me that now, that now the Niners are in a hole, right? If, if Jimmy has to miss an extended period of time. Now the Niners are in a hole for the simple fact that Lance has to get thrown in there. But everyone's been clamoring for Lance like he's the guy, right? So if he if he's the guy, then that means that means he's ready. But according according to Kyle, like he's not ready. So which is the reason why he he's not the guy at this point, right? So you can't necessarily have it both ways. One, and two, I think if it was going to be a quarterback battle, then I think some of that is incumbent on Trey to make it a quarterback battle, and when I look at the situation in New England, I don't know that it was necessarily supposed to be a quarterback battle. But I think Mac Jones forced the hand of the decision makers.
1: It's an easy target, as you said, Jimmy's an easy target, <laughs> very easy, and this is, you, and that's that's the thing. So, and even so, back this since, since you've already unpacked it, I'm just going to go a different direction with this. So, Jimmy is the reason that they lost because he squandered that dominant performance by the defense. Okay. So I was getting all these tweets and they were like, this guy can't do anything and he can't do anything. And then especially when Trey, when the touchdown, when Devo got the touchdown on the blown coverage and, and they were like, he comes right in and throw 80 an yard touchdown. And I'm like, gosh you do realize <laughs> that there's not a quarterback on planet earth that wouldn't have thrown the ball to a wide deep. It's not like it was like the perfect pass. Debo had to literally stop and wait for the ball. Why? Because no quarterback would have missed a wide open guy in a blown coverage. Of course, you know you're running the wheel route. You're gonna check to see if, if 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 they blew it. That's that's it. That's all you're doing. You're testing someone's rules, and they blew it. They blew it. It was he was 15 yards butt naked. That guys that right there is not that is not some great quarterback play. Anybody would have done that Mullins would have got a touchdown on that one. All the guys playing last year would, have, that would have been a touchdown on a blown coverage like that. So that's not the thing, but back to Jimmy and Jimmy not squandering that lead. And everyone's talking about why does he keep throwing the ball inside and he can't throw it outside and they are stacking the defense and I'm getting all these tweets. They're stacking the defense and, and he can only throw the ball inside. They need to do something else with it. Um, I know they're stacking the defense inside the numbers. You know, right, Rajan, that they're stacking the defense against yeah. inside the numbers, against, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The guy tweeting me knew that they were stacking the the guys inside the numbers. Don't you think? Jimmy knows it too. You, you that would, they're stacking you would, everyone inside. You would think, well, right? right? Yeah. You would think he knows it too, but see, they they don't think Jimmy knows that that he that he can see it. Why is he throwing the ball inside? Because those are the damn plays that Kyle is designing and he's running. So that's what I was saying. So someone was telling me, well, Trey's going to come in and do all of these great things and he's going to throw the ball outside and all this stuff. Not if Kyle doesn't change his, his thinking, not if he doesn't change his philosophy. His offense is designed to throw the ball inside the numbers. All of his misdirection and everybody moving and everything he does, you still throw the ball inside the numbers. That's his offense. And every so the thought with that being his offense, well, that's because Jimmy is limited. That's because this is what he has to do. Well, I mean, if there's he's limited so much that he can't just throw a quick out every now and then, he can't throw a ten yard out. I know he can. I know he can. Then is why Jimmy's not accurate. Jimmy's not accurate down the field, and he can't do all of this. That's not true either. He was his, I mean, he, now he needs to stay on the field, but his last full year as a starter, his only full year as a starter, he was actually the most efficient down the field thrower in the NFL. That's what a Patrick Mahomes and a Tom Brady and everybody else. The issue is that Kyle doesn't throw the ball down the field a lot. He doesn't, his office, he's not throwing the ball outside of the numbers, be it design, be it desire, I don't know what it is, but everything is not on Jimmy. The lack of success is not on Jimmy, and all of this is not on Jimmy. I, I even saw somebody said that Jimmy Garoppolo is a backup. He should be considered a backup because he can't stay on the field. One of the same people who says the 49ers are crazy, we're crazy for not giving Rashawn, I'm, I'm sorry, for giving Raheem Mostert what he wanted yeah he's
0: they should have gave me what i wanted too though for the record <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so i'm, I'm saying it, it, it's funny how when everybody can shape the narrative to fit what it is they want it to fit when it's for jimmy for some reason and everything is always his fault but but that's all that's the thing that i just want to point out to everybody um if you throw, if he continues to throw the ball inside and it's not working, I just know it from a player standpoint. I, I just know standing in the huddle. I know how we used to stand in the huddle and things weren't working, and we would literally say, "We're not running that. It's not working. We're not running that call." And the coaches would be like, "What the hell are you guys doing?" And we would tell them, "We're not. That's not working today. We're not gonna do it. I don't care if we practice it all week. It's not working." They know what's happening, or it's putting us in a bind. We are going to change it, and if they call it again, guess what we would do? We would change, change it again. again. Yeah. We we that's that's it, and we and we would we would continue to do that. We we literally had games where we made all the call. I, I told you about this. On, I don't know if it was on the pod before or after the pod. I told you, I, I had a game um, after we lost to Carolina that first time, and they talked about our defense. We lost. I think it was 13-7, we lost to Carolina the very first time we played them when they first got into their first year of existence. And and they talked about our defense and everything, what was going on and how bad we were. We gave up 103 total yards that day. Wow. For a whole football game because a professional team. We gave up 103 yards. I'll never forget it. And they talked about what we didn't do and how we lost the game and all that stuff. The offense just couldn't do anything that day. So the next time we played those guys, we went in and we were determined that wasn't going to happen no matter what. But we had some calls in that were giving our linebackers some problems and putting Ken Norton in some binds and doing some things. And and he he told us. I remember I remember He was talking to Timmy and I on the sideline, and he was like, "It's tough doing this and doing that." And we so we told the coaches, "It's not going to work. We can't do that. It, it, it's just like that. It's putting it's putting them in the bind." Well, you know what? He's got to work it out. Run it. They call it, and you can see in, in Kenny's face, the next time that call comes in, he, he's like, damn it. Like, come on, man. And T-Bag was just like, no, we're running this. Mm. Next play, they call it again. We're running this. We eventually we got off the field. We come to the sideline, and Tim grabbed the phone and started cussing out everybody who was listening at that <laughs> time. Anybody <laughs> had on a headset, he started cussing them out. Um, and we both start flipping off um, the press box. We were literally on the sideline flipping off flipping off our own coaches in oh, the press wow. box.
0: Good thing there was no Twitter or Instagram back then. Because, because
1: we told them we can't do this, and they didn't want to listen. So we went back out on our very next series, and this is how it started. Our very next series, we went back on the field, and to prove that they were in charge, they called. I guess that's what it was. It turned into a pissing contest, and they, they decide to make that same call again. That would put Timmy, uh, that would put Kenny in a situation he didn't want to be in. So that's when T Max said, "Nobody looked to the sideline the rest of the game." Mm. That was the that was the first series of the second half. We made every call
0: the rest of the game. We
1: made the rest of the game. We made every call on the field the rest of the game. Instead of them signaling, uh, giving us the hand signals for the players from the sideline, I was giving the hand signals to the defensive coordinator. So that he could have the guy write it down, so he knew what we were running.
0: <laughs> so he could chart it.
1: <laughs> yep. So they could chart it. That's a true story. That's, right. That's a true story. I re- I so that. all of that, I say that to say, I went through that story time to say that if you, if guys understand what's happening, they understand when you're setting it up for failure. You can, you either have to take over it, or, or because you're, it, you're going to take the blame regardless. Just like Jimmy right now. But the, he continues to make those plays and throw the ball in those areas because those are the plays that the coach is calling. Those are the play, the plays that you keep saying aren't working. Why does he continue to do this is my exact reason for saying Kyle's got to be better. That's all. That's all I'm saying. He's got to be better. He's got he's to switch things up. He's got to be more innovative. When you talk about this wizard and his genius and all of these type things you what happens when they figure that out we said the same thing about mcVeigh down in – um um and and for the Rams I say down when it's like literally yeah down the street I guess but we, we um you know that that's that's where it is that's where it is he's he's got to fix that. He truly has to fix that. I I don't I think that this is a coaching problem more than it is a personnel problem. This is not an injury problem because everyone's freaking out like, oh my God, everybody's getting hurt. Um Trent's not gone. Um good news, Trent's not gone. Jimmy's not gone. You lost Jason. Raheem Mostert wasn't gonna be there anyway. I said that from the start. I wished him well. I wished him well You know I did I wished him well But I was like I, I, There was no way I could count on him Being there The entire season you Remember when you were Doing the You were doing The, the over under On which running back Was gonna do what
0: Yeah
1: On the number of carries And yeah. I was just like I You know I'm like I'm gonna take the over Cause I don't think He's gonna be here
0: Yeah The under but that's, The that's... under you took The oh, So yeah. So the The thing about And also With that Elijah Mitchell it looks like maybe on his way back as well. And so mm-hmm. but with that, right? Jimmy offense looked great first drive. They go all the way down the field. They march it was nothing easy. Slight work, right? And so you look and it appears that, you know, this this is things are going well, right? You got off to a good mm-hmm. start and that's that's the thing that has been problematic for this team so far this season getting off to those good starts, those those hot starts. Mm-hmm. And so they actually do that this time, but then, you know, they couldn't keep it up the rest of the half. And then there was another opportunity there, too, where I thought Kyle drew up a pretty good play, but the execution just wasn't there. That The double pass, reverse pass. Yeah, Yeah. I mean,
1: he ran a trick play, again, to test the rules. That's what he was trying to do there. Seattle's a very aggressive team, so he was going to try and catch the rules because he knows Jamal Adams is very aggressive. He had him. He, he had him. He was right. That's why I said on that one, people, and I was getting tweets down, like, why is he running trick plays that he just – I'm like, well, no, he he had him. <laughs> he, that, that that right there was player execution. That was player execution.
0: And, and that's because you have, what, your sixth running back in there <laughs> throwing the ball back to Jimmy. And, I mean, he it was just a bad pass back to the quarterback, well, right? So, Jimmy, well, you had, Jimmy had to make but, a great save just to even.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because by the time he got the ball and got it back, you you gave Adams an opportunity. Everybody to recover.
0: recovered by that time, yeah.
1: right? Yeah, but but I can't put that on the fact that it's the sixth running back. The guy wasn't running the ball. All he had to do was throw it. So, that could have been, I mean, and, and, and that could have truly been anyone to throw the ball over. Of course, you wanted to be one of your running backs. Maybe that was the one with the with the better arm. I don't know. So, him being the sixth running back doesn't really make a difference in, in that situation. Um, but, yeah, that was a that was play he had him. It wasn't done. But beyond that, because right there I say that's player execution. You get beyond that. The majority of this game, I'm going to go back. I said it earlier. This is coaches not understanding what to do with their roster and how to do it. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't looked at it. I haven't gone back and checked, but I think Pete Carroll owns Kyle. Yeah. I, I think, I think, I think he pretty much gets him, you know, cause, cause you know, like the, you, you know, like, like the, the, um, green, I mean, these hits like green laws and these hits that won the game and all these type things. I can think of plays in the big games against those guys that happened. But for the most part, since Carol has been here, Pete Carroll just out coaches him. That's what happened this game. You talked about it. First series, he comes down and things are like, boom, 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 boom. And then what happens? Offensive, You're you're dominating them. You're dominating them defensively first half. This guy goes into, they go into the um, um, locker room and, and they or they make their adjustments on the sideline and then everything else changes. After that first series, offensively he makes his adjustments and okay, this is what you want to do, you're not gonna get that. And all of those things inside, they're like if you they're gonna make you do something else. You're not gonna get the in routes, you're not gonna get the curls, you're you're not gonna get the deep ends. And he continues to try and do it. Offensively, we know what you're doing now, and we are going to make our plays accordingly. They make the, Seattle and and Pete's staff made the adjustments that that were necessary to beat this guy, and that's a pattern when it comes to Seattle and the 49ers under Pete Carroll and Kyle. And like I said, I hadn't even looked to see how, head to head how many it's been, but I, gar- I I bet it is way lopsided for Pete Carroll.
0: No, it 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 is, and. I think I read something that that was Russell Wilson's fifteenth win against the against the Niners. Uh, he's like fifteen and three all time against the Niners, and so I mean, yeah, I mean it's it's I'll, I'll have to go back and double check that, but I mean it, it's it's one of those things where you know that that night on that last the last night of the regular season in twenty nineteen, I mean that was a special night, right? And, and that was Yeah, that, yes. that it's it's becoming it is beginning to look like that was that's not the norm, right? That, that that that's against the norm. And and Pete and and Russ really just have like the, the the Niners number. Uh and it definitely looked like that on Sunday and it it has looked like that in the past. Now, the other thing you you got is the Jimmy injury. And so he didn't come back out mm-hmm. the entire second half. And that was similar to what happened up in Seattle last year. And so Trey comes in and yep. Kyle said something that you know in his post game that, you know, the game plan wasn't written for Trey or, or, or something along those lines. What did which, you, what, which makes sense? What did what did you make of Trey while he was in there with the reps that oh, he got? I, I,
1: I think that he I think that he did fine with what he was asked to do. Um I mean he came in, he settled in, he looked I mean he looked like I expected him to look. He's gonna make rookie mistakes, he should. He's a rookie. He's gonna He's going to misread. He's going to hold onto the ball too long. He's going to take off running too soon because that's in his nature. He's got to he's got to learn to yeah. let the plays develop and um to move and even when he moves move with the purpose of throwing the ball still as the plays develop if he has to move. All of these things are going to happen. I you know you know me and and I said if everyone for some reason just because i'm not a jimmy hater they assume that i'm am a, I'm a Trey hater and that's not the case i he's he's the quarterback he's the backup i want him to be successful he's eventually going to be the starter um and if he's not then he'll be a new coach yeah. but i expect him i expect him to eventually be the starter there so when he came in uh you know i, I didn't get i didn't go a great play I, you know what Debo getting into the end zone, but now um, I I was looking at it, and I think I put out a tweet after he was out there, like his first couple of series, and, and, you know, and I was like, okay, everybody, because I was getting all these tweets during the game, and everybody, he keeps throwing the ball down in the middle of the field. He can't go in the middle of the field. And then after Trey went out there, I was like, okay. I was like, the play call went from throwing the ball in the middle of the field to let the quarterback run it in the middle of the field. I mean, you know, Trey came out and ran the ball every time. So I, you know, I was like, "Let he." At some point, he's got to start to play quarterback. Now, I get what Shanahan said about the game plan not being set up for Kyle, for um, Trey. It shouldn't be. He's a backup, and everyone and everybody's like, "Well, you—that's the coach's fault for preparing this guy and him not playing and all of this stuff." I, I know this isn't Peyton Manning, but this right here. I want you guys all to listen and I'm going to say it exactly the way the story was told to me. Okay. All the colorful language and everything so that you understand a coach's mentality with his starter and his backup. And this one is a quarterback that everyone knows when, um, what's his name? March of was coaching. He was asked one time, they were talking about Peyton Manning getting all of the practice reps. Peyton Manning took all the first team reps, his, backup didn't take any reps so they asked him about Peyton manning taking all the reps and the backup not being prepared the coach's comment was these were his exact words if peyton manning gets hurt we're (laughs) why would i practice being got it got it got it that says it all there's no, you're not practicing for your backups to play. They're backups for a reason. You you're gonna set things up for the strength of the um the strengths of your better players. That's just that's the way it is. That's what you're going to do. So um the backup job is to get the mental reps and put themselves in that situation. You you visualize it. You do whatever. You watch the film. You put yourself in those situations because you know that you're gonna have to come in and perform as best you can in those situations. So that's why I say I don't have a problem with what Trey did. It's so I and I was asked to evaluate him. People will text "What grade would you give Trey?" And I said, "Incomplete." I said, "I'm not gonna grade him until he's had an opportunity to." go through a week and practice the game plan and understand the intent of plays. People got, people got to get in their heads. And I, what I want you guys that are listening, listeners, what you got to get into your head is not just the play call. It's the intent of that play. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to set up? What, what are you trying to make the defense see with this run and this particular formation? What are you trying to test? And see will what they will do defensively when you fake a, a handoff and you and you run a certain way, or or when you drop back. All, all these type of things you're doing is to uh, there is intent behind it. There, Kyle is not just calling plays to call plays, and neither is um, Ryan's. They're not just calling to play. Everything there's there's intent to it. So. You, that's what you miss by being a backup. You don't, get the, you don't get the feel and the intent of what it's supposed to be happening and why it's happening. So that's why I said his grades incomplete. complete. He did fine answering your question. Hopefully I answered your question. I, I'm okay with how he played and what he did. I, I don't expect him. I haven't expected him to come in and light up the world. You know, I've been saying it the entire time, that they couldn't win a championship if he was going to be the starter all year. Right now, just win games.
0: And now fortunately, now, yeah, and that and that was a tough part, right and and Kyle saying that the game plan wasn't you know meant for trey and
1: mm-hmm. you
0: sharing that story, you know about payton it, it it just all kind of makes sense because it just didn't i mean it, it just didn't look it did, it just didn't look right, you know once, once he was out there, like the offense didn't didn't look well at all. Uh, It looked like they were just kind of, you know, kind of making some things up on the fly, trying to get some things called that were that that were. You
1: know what, man? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Well, you know, you you know, you know what? Part of that is because the the offense didn't look right because the offense runs better with Jimmy under center.
0: Yeah, and the other part was calling plays that fit Trey's skill set. Well, well, you know, see that—that that I'm sorry,
1: I'm I'm tired of hearing. <laughs>
0: because, well, it's, it seemed like that's because, what Kyle was trying to do. Like he was reaching and searching for things that that he can that he can use that that could try well, to use Trey's skill set.
1: Well, but this is the thing. This is the thing which weren't a part him, of the game plan, right? But 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 let's just yes, that's that's true. So all of those things are true. But what I'm saying, I'm tired of hearing is for his skill set. He's a quarterback. You have drafted him to be a quarterback, so you didn't draft him to be a running back. You drafted him to be a quarterback, and part part of you drafting him, um, I was under the belief it was for his dynamic arm, his ability to be able to make throws that Jimmy can't, um, and that's all the excitement. So, I do want to that that should be a that should be a part of his skill set as well, throwing the ball from the pocket. I don't I don't see I don't I don't understand why that should be an issue you have the added dimension of the running skills right that's what we're supposed to be talking about that's what he was supposed to bring there's an added dimension of this running quarterback this physical specimen this fast quick guy that can avoid things and make plays with his legs but to play quarterback in the NFL you still got to be able to throw the ball from the pocket Lamar Jackson and for some reason, everybody thinks Lamar Jackson does nothing but run the freaking triple option.
0: He won the game last <laughs> week throwing the ball. Lamar yeah. Jackson can throw the football. Uh, about, <laughs> about, Trey, about Trey's arm, I saw saw a lot of fastball. I didn't see much off speed. Did you
1: see the same uh, thing? The, uh, yeah, but that's a part of it. Again, like I said, I, that's all rookie stuff. You have to learn to put touch on the ball. Every ball can't be thrown hard, um, and I made when I when guess the um, one off speed. George was Kittle
0: one to Debo, right? The one,
1: the touchdown. Yeah, well, uh, touchdown. Debo had Debo had, a, and you see, Debo had to stop and wait for it. Yeah. But that, but, but that's a smart play by a quarterback. He's butt naked. There's no reason to overthrow him. Just get it there. All he had to do was get it there. It, the only thing he had to do on that play was not mess it up, and it's a touchdown. And that's what he did. He got the touchdown. Um, but you know, but but going going through all going through all of this stuff and just and just looking at Trey and and the way he can develop and how how he you can expect him to play, I I don't have a problem with where he is and how he's growing and, and what's going on. It's just um, I, I gotta see I gotta see the, I gotta see the coach pick it up. I just gotta see the coach pick it up, utilize what these guys have and see what's going on. Because at the end of the day, they're still two and two. They're two and two, and you got 13 games left. There's no reason to panic. You know, if you were 0 and four right now, okay, two and two, you, there's no reason to panic. Is this club playing good enough to where it looks like a championship team? No. But do you have an opportunity to still do all of those things and
0: become that team?
1: Yes. Yes. Because right now, right now, this is an average team at best. At best.
0: Yeah, I you know, I'd, I'd that, agree with that. And to, to go back to what we were talking about earlier, Russell Wilson fifteen and four all time against the Niners. Uh, Kyle Shanahan two and seven all time as Niners head coach. Against okay, Seattle. see, there we go.
1: So two and seven. So he. I, I knew it was lopsided for Pete Carroll. So seven and two, Pete Carroll. Yes. Yeah.
0: So yeah. there, there you have so see,
1: it. It, it. Yeah. So some and 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 some of that. So people. Get off of of Jimmy. Look at some of these things. Some of that has to be coaching because you have had some talented players. There were times where Seattle was just simply the more talented team. That's not the case. That hasn't been the case the last few years where they're just simply more talented. I think most would say the Niners have more talent, have had more talent, except for last year. Last year doesn't count. But I think the most would say that the Niners had more talent. I think I think a lot of people would say right now the Niners have more talent.
0: Yeah, so, I, I would I would I would agree with that. I I think just, I mean, I, the disheartening thing for me is Jimmy getting hurt, and and so that like that's going, that's an issue, you know, going forward, just in terms of, of. He got kicked. Well, I understand that. I mean, he got kicked last year. What was it? Somebody stepped on him or something. Like, I mean, yeah, somebody
1: fell on him. Somebody fell, fell, somebody on, fell him. on him,
0: right? And so, like, I, I, like, I, I get that. I, I understand that. But there's a pattern of him not being in the lineup. Oh no, agreed. And, I, I agree with that. Um, um, but so yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. And, and so, I mean, th- th- that to me is just the most frustrating thing about. About all of this, right? Because you go in the locker room tied up seven apiece, and then you come out, and your your starting quarterback doesn't come back out with you. And so, I mean, I don't know what the I don't know what the second half looks like with Jimmy back there under center, right? Does does, yeah. does mm-hmm. it is, does it still end up being a two score game in favor of Seattle in the second half, or you know, does Kyle, you know, do we see some of the wizard? You know, in the second half, and some of the things that oh. Seattle was taking away in that first half, Niners began to exploit in the second half w- with their starting quarterback in tow. Like I, like I, don't, I don't know what that looks like, but I, what I do know is that, you know, the rookie was thrown in there. Now it's like, okay, what can we do?
1: Can, can I say something on that one? Well, first of all, I think with Jimmy in, I think they have an opportunity to win the game. I think it's a different type of game um, because even playing. From a defensive player standpoint, let me just look at this. Seattle's defense: when a rookie comes out there, guys are like, "Let's keep." I don't care who that rookie is; he's a rookie in the NFL, and you got veterans on that team like Adams and Bobby Wagner and stuff. They're like, "Let's eat. Yeah,
0: but what about Let's the eat. Niners' defense? Okay, because I but feel now, like but, I but, saw but, a little bit of that.
1: Um, you saw a little bit of what from the, what they
0: from from the Niners' defense, in the sense that Jimmy wasn't out there. And it, it looked to me at times that because Jimmy wasn't out there, there like like they felt that as well. I, I feel like a, a quarterback can be galvanizing for both sides of the ball, right? Like, like, well, I guess the better thing is let me let me pose this question to you. If you're defensively, if, if your starting quarterback isn't out there, how does that change mindset, focus of guys out there on that defensive unit with you?
1: Oh well, you know it ups everything because you know that your odds of scoring have um, dropped. I, I mean, they—you guys know—is
0: it a kick to a, the morale, if it, if
1: it, though? Well, well, remember what I said earlier about guys know if, when someone's ready to play. Everybody knows it's obvious, and you know when a guy's not ready. So defensively, I know if my guy is not ready to play, that yes, it, it's not—it's not a morale thing. It's just a focus thing. I know. You know how they always say next man up and all these type things. Well, that doesn't matter if the next man is not as good as the man that he's re- replacing. So that next man up uh, mantra—that doesn't—that's—that's that's a bunch of nonsense. Because if you know, you can't give what you ain't got.
0: You, you <laughs> seriously? You, you know,
1: you can give me, you can give me your all, but but if you don't have what I need you to be giving, it doesn't matter. Your all isn't good enough. You, you, you know, I told you, we win as a team. We if we lose, it's somebody's fault because everyone's got to do their part if everyone does what they're supposed to do we we will win and then and that's the same side of that you can't give what you ain't got man so if you so if i need if i need something from you and i that player is not there yes it it changes how you feel it changes your focus your focus it changes your it changes your confidence it changes it changes your ability to play as free and take some of the chances because you know that I, I there's there's no room for error. So how, how about how about we just look at it that way? It, it completely diminishes the room for for error as a player. And the thing about playing professional sports, if you are afraid to make a mistake, you will never make a play. You can't play the game worried about making a mistake. They happen just like big plays happen. But if you're if you're focused on not making that play or making that mistake, things can go wrong right there. So all of that that's a part of it from a defensive standpoint. But one thing that you said earlier, I got and I got to just slip this back in when you said, "I want I think things would have been different if Jimmy." I wonder what would have happened if Jimmy had been there. Kyle gets out and um, I mean Trey comes in and, and Kyle's like he's. The offense wasn't set for him. Of course, it wasn't. He didn't put in a game plan for him. Of course, he didn't. But, um, back to Kyle. Back to coaching decisions. Back to everything. I was I was asked about Kyle's play calling, and um, you know, when somebody tweeted me, "What do you think about Kyle's play calling and all this type of stuff?" And I and I said, you know, I'm not going to question his play calling, his play design or internet stuff. I was like, this dude knows more about football than me. I'm not even going to pretend like I do. I'm not, I'm not, that guy. You know me better than that. Yeah. I know what I know, but I also know that these guys are the best in the world at what they do and their understanding of the game of football. Um, but, but what I did say is like, I don't question his, I don't question his play calling or any of that. What I question is his, um, decision-making. Hmm. I question his, I question his decision-making. On who's playing, what they're playing, why they're playing, how he handles situations, and all these type things. Reason being, my 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 saying that is because you, as you mentioned, the quarterback goes out. It changes the mindset of everyone. Um, when Jimmy is playing, you play well. Uh, why do you have a quarterback that's in that position that you don't believe can play? You went through that last year. Why do you have a quarterback in? Why do you have a quarterback that is one play away from being on the field? That um, you don't, that's not prepared to play after what you saw last year, after you have gone through and watched all the film and you realize that when Jimmy's on the field, you have a good chance of winning, but you said earlier, he's, he's not out there. These last couple of years, he hadn't been out there. And you see the results when he's not out there. Raheem Mostert at the running back position, when he's out there, things look a certain way in the running game. Your passing game and everything because your passing game is set up off of your run action. How are you not – how did you not plan for him not being out there? How did, Why do you not have a alternative approach to it when he's not there? So that's what I'm questioning. Is that on because Kyle or,
0: or John, though? Kyle, the coach. Kyle,
1: Kyle, John didn't set up the game plan. But John buys the groceries. He, he 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 may he may get the groceries, but but that's a collaborative thing. So and even if that is the case, if he's getting the groceries, John's John he may. Let me put it this way: John may buy the groceries, but Kyle is making the grocery list. Mm. So just because I go shopping, that doesn't mean that I said we need apples, we need oranges, we need bread. I don't even eat bread, but I see his bread on the list, so I'm gonna bring bread back. That's that's what I'm trying to point out. So so that's so that's the thing. So I'm, I'm just looking at the decision making. And that's what I want to see more because I already I, I see that you don't win without Jimmy. You and you have a losing record as a head coach, the big dog in the division who no matter what anybody wants to say, the big dog in the division is I still say Seattle until somebody really you know a a good year here a good year there until someone shows me that they can hang with them year in and year out that's still the big dog in the division you haven't been able to do anything against them two and seven and i'm looking at it so that's what i'm saying i'm just looking at some of the decision making as to putting it all together and the whole overall scope on how you want to do things what's the philosophy behind it Uh, because being dependent on guys who have shown you they aren't going to be there—that doesn't make sense. Well, you, if you're just hoping that things work out and not having a plan B, you gotta have a plan B. You can't have, you can't have anybody on your roster in position to play that's not ready to play,
0: right? No, I agree. And which which makes this upcoming week uh, so fascinating. If if in fact Trey Lance is going to make his first career start, of course we're not sure yet, and and that's still. To be well, determined last comment. It, it, well,
1: they... last comment before we go about that. If Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy, and Trey Lance starts, that's the end of Jimmy. That's simple. The yeah. there's, no, there's I, no going back.
0: I think there's another part of that too that we're going to have to discuss later this week. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll put we'll put a ball in this. But before we go, Ed, we got a big announcement. Big Yo, what's announcement! Big announcement! Why, why don't you share it with the people, you do?
1: What I don't even know what it is. What's the big announcement? Well, you know. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, 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 okay. man! You throw me off. You, you know how long ago? hit hits the hit. Okay, I I forgot what I was gonna say about five times. I bet if I listen back to this, um, <laughs> it's, on several occasions I forgot. I, you you say something and I and then I'm like, okay, don't cut him off. Let him talk. Let him talk. And then I, you know, then it's gone because something else pops up uh but that see i actually remembered that you we're, remember. we're about we're about to we're about to give you guys another platform to check out to check out the show on well it's so that's of course we right. love you guys there you go, listening my guy. to us there you we, go. we love you guys listening to us but you know if you want to see Rashawn's beautiful beautiful handsome exterior that's right we will It'll be on. It'll, we're gonna start doing this on on YouTube. It'll be on YouTube channel. Is it, is it gonna be on the Believe
0: it'll be, channel? Yeah, it'll be on the Believe channel on YouTube. We'll we'll yeah, uh we'll we'll have more we, information for you on our social medias, but it will be on the Believe channel on on YouTube. You're gonna be able to see yours truly. You're gonna be able to see my handsome cohort and Eric Davis. I, my, and, I think I'm gonna
1: keep mine blacked out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna, it's just gonna say your name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have my name up there. <laughs> see 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 if corporate gets upset about that. <laughs> uh,
0: you gonna get a call. You go get you I, gonna get a call. <laughs>
1: I just like giving them something uh, to do, man. If not if I didn't do that, then what would they do all day?
0: I'll get c I'll get a call too. Uh Rashad, yeah, what what happened with the video here? Why do we only see your face? <laughs>
1: But yes, people. That's what that's what's happening. So we're We appreciate you guys listening, telling your friends. Please continue to do so. We appreciate you guys because as we grow, they um, they want to expand us out so that more can go. You guys have grown our show to a point to where they want to do more with it and get it out there more for more of the year. And that's all because we enjoy talking to you guys, so we appreciate
0: it. Yeah, we appreciate you. Appreciate you wholeheartedly. So we'll be back later this week. Uh, Niners going to get ready for week five. What is that going to look like? My goodness. But uh, we're going to have to see. this. The The show must go on, as they say, right? We'll, will, Jimmy, yeah, will Jimmy be in the lineup? Will he not be in the lineup? But all these questions are – Hopefully, going to be answered uh, coming up at, at some point here. But the Niners will go to Arizona. The uh, the undefeated Arizona Cardinals uh, will host the Niners on uh, this coming Sunday. So we will break that or preview that one for you coming up later this week. We want to continue to encourage you, remind you to download, subscribe, rate, and review. it located wherever you find your podcast. Uh, hit us up on social media. I'm at our Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at watch Ray He is at Eric Davis underscore, 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 underscore. So, for my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see you later this week.